Welcome to Israel and You, bringing Israel and the Jewish people into focus. Our host is Aaron David Free, president of Israel Team Advocates International. Aaron is an author, speaker, Bible teacher, and an advocate for Israel and the Jewish people on college campuses nationwide. This is Israel and You. Hey, welcome to Israel and You, and we have an esteemed guest with us on the program today. And we're going to answer a question on this show today. What can I do to support my Jewish neighbors? And during the Holocaust, Christians, for the most part, were silent. And Jews were being rounded up and sent to the death camps. Christians were silent. Jews were easily targeted because they were alone, isolated, and they were small in number. Today in America, synagogues... Uh, are being targeted. There's Jewish people going to worship services, uh, being shot, and synagogues are being vandalized. Jewish people are eating in Jewish restaurants and being targeted. Uh, They're beaten up as they walk through Jewish neighborhoods, and cemeteries, Jewish cemeteries are being vandalized. Swastikas are being painted on Holocaust memorials. Just last week in Boise, Idaho, the Anne Frank Museum was targeted with anti-Semitic graffiti. So Jews are being demonized, devalued in social media. There's an issue called intersectionality, where groups are joining together that would no, not normally be joined together, but they're joining together in order to delegitimize the state of Israel and Jewish people. Groups like Black Lives Matter, Students for Justice for Palestine, the LGBT movement, critical race theory proponents, and social justice movement. They're joining together and making a common enemy, and that common enemy is Israel and the Jewish people. Once again, the Jews are alone and isolated. Here to talk with me about the role of Christians and the Christian community in standing with the Jewish people in this time is our good friend Justin Crone. Justin has been a friend of Israel team for about four years. He's the executive director of the Kesher Forum in Chicago, where there is a large Jewish community. The Kesher Forum helps to create Christian and Jewish dialogue in the city of Chicago. I was honored to speak at the Kesha Forum in Chicago this past Monday evening. Justin also is the creator and film producer of this wonderful new film that has just come out, Hope in the Holy Land. It's being premiered all across America right now, and it's a wonderful film. Justin will be talking about that on the program today. But I was in Dallas just a week ago uh, in dialogue with a seminary and a large church And would you know that Justin was going to be there in about two days uh, premiering his film, Hope in the Holy Land. Justin leads tours to Israel. He speaks in churches, college campuses. He speaks about the Jewish heritage of the Christian faith, the history of Christian anti-Semitism. He demonstrates Christian love to the Christian community. His wife, Judy, is a producer at Moody Radio. He has three children, ages 19, 16, and 15, and he actually lives in the same community where my wife grew up, Park Ridge, Illinois, and Justin, so wonderful to have you on Israel and You today. Welcome to the program. Uh, thank you so much, Aaron. It's uh, it's great to be with you and uh, just really appreciate uh, you bringing awareness uh, to these to these issues, to these events. Um, I, I have a feeling 
that uh, some of your listeners just listening to you rattle off some of the anti-Semitic hate crimes that have happened uh, recently, that they're probably pretty uh, startled by that. Um, and I think it's probably because, unfortunately, uh, the media does not give uh, attention to these these issues as uh, as I believe that they should. And, and in fact, I think you would agree with that. It's so true. So there's this breathtaking decline, Justin, that you and I have talked about uh, of, of an awareness of what's happening in Israel, of an awareness of what's happening in the rise of anti-Semitism. There's a decline of evangelical support of the Jewish state and the Jewish people. So talk to us about what you think is happening in, in this decline of Christian support of Israel and especially the, the silence within Christianity in America when it comes to anti-Semitism. Yeah, unfortunately, Aaron, I, I think this is in many ways history simply repeating itself. Uh, sadly, the uh, public relations policy, I guess you could call it, uh, between the church and the Jewish people uh, has never really been that good uh, throughout history. Uh, the Jewish community in, in many respects has been abandoned by Christians throughout history and, and sometimes uh, used as a uh, theological or, or uh, spiritual or, or political punching bag uh, by, by Christians. And so I, I think what we're seeing uh, right now in this decline is, is just us kind of moving back, the church moving uh, towards its position that it's had, unfortunately, for, for many centuries uh, in, in demonizing the Jewish people or, or ascribing certain aspects of the ills of the world to Jewish people. Uh, and I think so what we're seeing here is, is just kind of um, history repeating itself. Yeah, so true. And we talked yesterday about a new Barna survey that recently came out and it was administered to, I think, about a thousand uh, evangelical young people between the ages of 18 and 29 years old. And it's really a shocking re result in this survey that's 44% of these evangelical young people say that their religious beliefs do not influence their opinions of Israel and the Palestinian conflict. And interestingly, just a few years ago in 2018, 69% of evangelical millennials said they stand with Israel. Today, in 2021, only 33%. So it's been cut in half in just a few short years. 24% of this recent survey say they oppose Israel. 42% say they're neutral on the issue. So what's your take on this shocking survey, Justin? Yeah, I, I think evangelicals, younger evangelicals, and, and I, it's not just the younger ones. Uh, fortunately, the, the numbers are not as bad as what you just uh, brought up uh, regarding uh, the older evangelicals. But um, what we're seeing is younger evangelicals really just kind of going with the flow of mainstream culture. And a part of that, uh, the reason for that, I would say, too, is uh the the lack of um attention to what the scriptures what the bible teaches uh regarding god's heart for the jewish people uh i i think there's uh, not much sadly in many churches today not much is being taught about god's heart 
uh, for the Jewish people. And so when you have mainstream culture that is turning the, uh, really, I think it's mostly the, the, the issue of Israel. Um, Israel has been turned into this colonialist, imperialist, racist state um, that uh, is unjustly uh, oppressing the, the innocent Palestinians. That's the narrative that, that's being pushed. Uh, and when you have people who aren't educated about the issues, and, and oftentimes, of course, that's going to be the younger demographic, uh, they're going to buy into that false narrative. And uh, as a result, they're certainly not going to be compelled in any way to want to support uh, Israel if that's the picture that they're being uh, pitched. Mm -hmm. So what do you, what do you believe, and, and you talk in churches about this, just what is the role of Christians? And we, we know what happened during the Holocaust. Christians, for the most part, were silent. There's absolutely no record of any denomination, any Christian movement outside of a small congregation up in the, the mountains of France, Les Chambon, Sieur Lyon, where a small French Huguenot church saved 5,000 Jews from the death camps. But that's about the, that's an anomaly. It's, it's really, uh, yes. So, but for the most part, part, Christians were silent, denominations were silent, and you know, today, kind of the same thing is happening with with this rise of anti-Semitism. There's a silence across the Christian world in America, and there, I think, a lack of awareness of really what's what's happening. So, how how do we get involved as Christians? How can we support our Jewish neighbors? Well, first and foremost, uh, we need to be aware of the issues, as you just mentioned, and and you know, your show. Uh, and, and the work that you do is, is doing a great job in helping Christians with that. So if, if you're not aware of the problem, you're not going to respond to it. So uh, I think Christians need to look at some different sources than, than uh, the, the mainstream media for what's actually going on. Uh, so I think that's part of it. Uh, subscribe uh, to the Jerusalem Post or, or to Israel Today. Um, and there's a there's a number of uh, media Jewish based media outlets that you can you know get information from. Uh, so I think it I think it starts there. I think it also uh, is really again about learning what is God's heart uh, for the Jewish people. You know Paul uh, wrote in in Romans uh, chapter eleven uh, verse verse twenty eight. He said, you know as far as the gospel is concerned, they uh, the Jews are enemies on your account, uh, meaning that, okay, so the Jewish people, the, the majority of Jewish people, uh, aren't going to be in agreement with you about the gospel, the gospel of Jesus. But, but nevertheless, he writes, but as far as election is concerned, they are loved on account of the patriarchs, for God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. So what, what is Paul doing? Paul is challenging the church in Rome at that time, and it's a challenge to the, the church today, to us today, that we need to love our Jewish neighbors, re regardless of what their theological beliefs may be. And if you understand God's heart for the Jewish people, that that's his heart to, to love them, then, then we should follow suit. We, we should do the same. So then I think the question then becomes, well, what does that look like? How do we how do we express that love? 
And I would say the opposite of anti-Semitism is what we would call philo-Semitism, friendship towards the Jewish people. And so build friendships with your Jewish friends and neighbors. Maybe you live in an area where there's not a lot of Jewish people. So, so if that's the case for you, then at the very least, pray for your Jewish friends or, or pray for the Jewish community. Encourage your pastor to give a message, to, to teach what does the scriptures teach about God's heart for the Jewish people. Edu get educated because inevitably you're going to have people from your church who move to different areas, who cross paths with Jewish people, and they need to be equipped. And I think part of um, that conversation too, in regards to being equipped, is learn about the story, the history of the state of Israel. That right now is the biggest punching bag for anti-Semites, uh, is delegitimizing Israel's right to exist as the sovereign state of the Jewish people. And so these are just some of the ways that we can go about it. I, I uh, with my network, um, I encourage them every Rosh Hashanah, every Jewish New Year, make it a point to wish your Jewish friends, coworkers, etc., wish them a happy New Year. Uh, you might even want to send them a gift basket. Uh, I make it easier, easy for the people in my network. I give them a link. I just say, here, click on this link and order something off of this uh, website um, that has gifts and such for for Rosh Hashanah and send them something. But uh, learn to demonstrate God's heart, God's love for the Jewish people in tangible ways. Well, that's awesome. So if, if people want to you know, find out more about what you do, Justin, and um, how, how would they find out about your website? Where would they go? Yeah, uh, if they just want to uh, go, they can uh, go to uh, my personal uh, ministry website. It's uh, my name, justincrone.com. And that has links on there to all the various uh, things that I'm involved in. And uh, you could also just also go to thekesherforum.com. Uh, for the work that I'm doing here in Chicago. That's great. And we're going to continue to talk to Justin on the other side of the break. I, I want to talk about his new film, Hope in the Holy Land, as well as uh, this survey, the shocking survey of the decline of support within millennial evangelicals. And we'll be talking to Justin on the other side of the break. See you on the other side. Hi, I'm Aaron Free, president of Israel Team Advocates. And there's an alarming decline today in the support of Israel among U.S. evangelical millennials ages 18 to 29. A May 2021 survey administered by the Barna Group shows that between 2018 and 2021, favorable support for Israel has been cut in half from 75% to 35% among evangelical millennials in the United States. If this trend continues, evangelicalism will be anti-Israel in just a few short years. And remember that young Christians today will be the leaders of tomorrow. Israel team recently conducted interviews with students at a major evangelical university concerning their understanding of the Holocaust. The answers were troubling. To the first question, what was the Holocaust? Half of the students did not know. 
To the second question, who was Adolf Hitler, again, only half of the students had knowledge enough to connect him to the Jewish genocide. In the remaining questions, we found a surprising, breathtaking, really, lack of historical understanding of the murder of six million Jews during the Holocaust. This example is indicative of a much larger problem. The study of the Holocaust is not prioritized in Christian primary, secondary, and higher education. And there's so much more that we can do. You can help Israel Team today by going to israelteam.org and clicking the donate button and your tax-deductible gift today will help us in pushing back against this growing narrative of anti-Israelism within the evangelical millennial community. So go to israelteam.org and stand with us today. We're building a bridge for the coming generation, and it's so important that we build that bridge. So help us today at israelteam.org. That's israelteam.org. This is Israel and You, bringing Israel and the Jewish people into focus. Hey, welcome back to Israel and You. And we're here today with our esteemed guest, Justin Crone, who is uh, the president of the Kesher Forum in Chicago. He's also the producer of a new film that has just uh, come on entitled Hope in the Holy Land. It's being premiered in churches all across America today. And I want to jump into this film at this point, Justin, and uh, I've seen the film. I think it's really the best film that I've, I've ever viewed that really deals with the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and really shows what's going on. And, and uh, you and Todd Moorhead did an incredible job in producing this film. It's biblical. It's theological. It really shows God's heart for the Jewish people, that they're literally surrounded by enemies that want to destroy them. So can you tell us kind of the the idea behind the film? It was a long, uh, arduous process to produce this film. Tell us about how it got started. Yeah, so Todd and I had seen uh, some films that were geared towards the Christian community that were essentially uh, characterizing Israel as as a foreign colonist movement that was oppressing the Palestinians um, and, and then characterizing Christians who s- support the state of Israel as being complicit in the uh, in the oppression of, of the Palestinians, and and that's become a very popular narrative uh, with, within the mainstream society. So not not just in in the Christian community, and so uh, we felt like it was necessary to create a film that. Uh, painted a more balanced uh, picture or, or perspective on on the conflict, uh, while um, not only supporting Israel's right to exist, but but demonstrating that followers of Jesus can also care deeply uh, for the plight of the Palestinians and, and to to find out what what you know is causing the suffering uh, of the Palestinian people. Is it is it uh, Israeli occupation, as some like to say, or is there something else going on? Um, is it possible that there's something going on within their own society that's that's causing them to be oppressed, and and so that was that was part of the motivation behind it. Um, and, and the Jewish community itself has, has been challenging the Christian community to get more educated about these these issues. Um, best-selling uh, novelist uh, Jack uh, Inglehart, um, um, he he wrote in an op-ed way back in in November of 2014 and then this this was around the time that we were 
thinking about making this film, uh, he wrote in response to his concerns about the, the growing number of anti-Semitic uh, laden attacks that many pro-Israel Jewish students uh, had been facing on some US college campuses. In fact, they're still facing them today. He, he made this challenge. He, he writes, so where are the Christians who've been taught to love their neighbor, who've been raised to serve as shelters to those who suffer? Silence? Hmm. Yes, you are your brother's keeper, but where are you? Your fellow students could use a helping hand. Your fellowship is urgently needed. And so I, I guess you could say Todd and I kind of uh, rose to the occasion and set out to make what we would uh, hope to be a more fair and balanced uh, film about the conflict to, to better help educate people about what's actually going on. You know, what's driving <clears throat> young evangelicals, and I read this survey, the Barna survey that just came out, 44% uh, do not uh, use the Bible as their you know, foundation for the understanding of Israel and the Jewish people. So obviously, instead of using the Bible, they're just going with, as you said, you know, the political uh, genre of the day and what's driving the ideology behind a hatred of the Jewish people is the critical race theory on college campuses, which teaches, as you said, that Israel is a colonizing state that's oppressing uh, the Palestinian people, the surrounding territories. It's the social justice movement that's proclaiming that the Jewish people are not you know, practicing social justice towards the Palestinian people. And, and all these are fabrications. And so, you know, Israel is the, a country that's the number one leading country of, of human rights in the entire Middle East. And there's, there's religious freedom. There's Arab people that serve in the Knesset and Arab people that serve in the military. There's 1.5 million Arabs that live within the borders of Israel, and they, they love their country. They, they love the Israeli government. So the whole ideology behind CRT and social justice is a lie and a fabrication. But if that's what a student, a, a Christian evangelical student, is hearing on a ca college campus, they oftentimes buy into it. And so, you know, we're in a critical mass moment here in this country. And if we're looking at a 70% uh, either neutral or anti-Israel population within young evangelicals and only 30% supporting Israel, uh, Justin, it could be within the next five years when evangelicalism becomes completely, totally anti-Israel. What, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I, sadly, I, I think um, you're very accurate in your assessment about where things are heading. And sadly, I think uh, many within the Jewish community are, are noticing this and they're concerned and, and they're wondering, you know, it, it, are evangelicals going to be our friends? Mm -hmm. uh, are we going to be increasingly isolated? And, and I think it's a significant challenge to listeners right now. Uh, get educated. Uh, make sure that you, you understand what's going on. Get the resources, get the tools that you need to help your children or your grandchildren and, and of course, yourself. Uh, about these issues. And, and again, it's it's why we made the film. And so I, I really do hope that people watch it. I hope they share it. Uh, 
And uh, I think it would be great if there were churches that were hosting screenings, college campuses, and, and, and so forth, uh, because I think it's incredibly important for the message of this film to get out and, and for people to be uh, better educated on the issues. Yeah, it's so important. And, and one thing you and I have talked about is, you know, as evangelicals, there's many evangelicals that love the state of Israel, and they'll happily wave the Israeli flag because of eschatological reasons. You know, they mm-hmm. believe, hey, we're in the last days. We've got to support the state of Israel. But what I say is that, uh, yes, let's support the state of Israel. Let's love what God is doing in the restoration of Israel. But at the same time, we can't have uh, Abraham's covenant without Abraham's children. And we must love not only the land that's involved in the, the covenant of, that God made with Abraham, but also let's love uh, the people, uh, the direct descendants of Abraham, the, the Jewish people. We must love them as well. So let's move beyond just an affinity for the state of Israel to a deep love and support for the state of Israel and especially a love for the Jewish people as well. Do you, do you see that there's that kind of a split within Christianity in America today, Justin, a love for Israel, yeah, I, but not a love for Jews? Yeah, I, I do. Um, I, I think there's, there's a lot of Christians who uh, are really caught up in end times uh, prophecy. And, and, and I think it's okay to, to be a student of end times prophecy and to, to know how things might play out. Um, but, but in that, there can sometimes become an obsession with where Israel fits in to that. And it's only seen through that eschatological lens. And they forget that there's actually real people involved. Uh, and, and that's where we need to move. We, we, we need to understand that, that first and foremost that as followers of Jesus, we are called to to love our neighbor, and, and that includes our Jewish neighbor. And the, again, I'll go back to what I said earlier in, in the program today. The church has not done such a great job at that um, over over the centuries in, in regards to the Jewish people. There sadly were a lot of Christians, uh, people who studied the Bible, who were complicit in allowing Jews to go to the gas chambers. And we can't let that happen again in, in our day. We need to be the Corey Ten Booms. We, we need to be the Dietrich Bonhoeffers. We, we need to be the people who speak up. Bonhoeffer said, God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak, not to act is to act. And so we need to be people who are acting on behalf of our Jewish friends and neighbors. Yeah, that's that's a great quote by Bonhoeffer. <clears throat> Someone else said that silence is evil's greatest ally. And to remain silent in the face of anti-Semitism when our brother's blood is being spilled on the ground, our, our Jewish friends are being persecuted, uh, to remain silent is to command evil to exist. And so when we see something, we should say something, and we should stand in solidarity. And I so appreciate your work, Justin. Thank you for being on Israel and You today. My pleasure, Aaron. Thank you so much. Bless you.